Hey everybody, just wanted to say thank you for tuning into this episode of the Nerdcast. If you'd like to stay up to date on all things Nerdcast, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Nerdcast one If you'd like to inquire about influencing or joining the discussion, you can send us a message on any of our social media or an email at jrbnerdcast at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Let's get into it. Alright guys, um, boys, howdy, haven't said that in a while, it's, been a, it's been a minute, it has been a, uh, a long month in the making, uh, but if you guys follow us on Instagram, you probably saw our Instagram story, the reason we have been out of commission for about a month was because I have been working on this project called um, Hopeful Grounds, which uh, I'll put the link in the description, but you can go to hopefulgroundscoffee.com. And basically what it is, is um, me and a couple of guys that um, that I go to church with and one guy that I met through a mutual friend, um, we started a coffee company and basically the whole premise of the company is we make coffee, we sell it to you, and then all of the money that we make off of it, we write a check, give it away to nonprofits. So um, it has been a major labor of love since about january 6th i think was when we started this idea so it's been uh it's it's been a process but uh it is finally up and running and you can check that out hopefulgroundscoffee.com while we're on the subject i also want to give a shout out to rogues den uh, because while we're talking about sponsors rogues den has been with us every step of the way they've been awesome um i just picked up some new dice from them not long ago uh do we know anything about when they're supposed to be moving to their new building? I haven't heard yet, um, but I also bought new dice this weekend, or last weekend, at the Rogue's Den. I haven't been in there in about a week and a half, so I haven't talked to uh, the owners there about anything that they got going on. However, uh, if you're in the Northwest Arkansas area, swing by, check them out. Especially if you're in Harrison, uh, go check them out. They're on Highway 7 North. Um, we got anything else that we need to, that we need to address before we start talking? I don't even know what we're talking about today, to be honest with you. Just winging it. Just gonna, <laughs> just gonna wing it. Uh, we can talk about what just happened in the D&D game that we just played. Um, we can't talk about Endgame though, because Sean's here and he hasn't seen Endgame yet. Hey, so. I said I'm still gonna act surprised. I haven't seen it either. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I'm even friends with you guys. No, hey, <laughs> my kid's been sick and I've been sick. I feel. Everybody in my house has been sick and I'm just now getting over it. I feel lucky I've got voice enough to even uh, be in here right now. <laughs> I was about to say, if Jason sounds a little funny today, uh, it's because he's been sick like a dog. Uh, I was sick last week as well. That's not why we haven't podcasted though. We're just lazy and haven't got together to actually do it. But um, I guess we could start with, well, since we can't talk about end game, uh, which is what everybody wants to hear us talk about, which I'm going to put it in the title as clickbait so that people will click on it and listen to the podcast. Uh, and then they're going to make it about four minutes in and be like, this isn't even about end game. Um, yeah, but the real mystery is, could the end of it be about end game? 
I don't know what you mean by that. Hey, we may start talking at the end, so they'll have to stay around and listen to the whole thing. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, um, you can spoil in game. I can uh, spoil the King Killer Chronicles. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, I <laughs> am still in the process of reading slowly because uh, I'm so busy all the time. Uh, but I think you would especially like this. I think so too. I I I wish that I had more time. I, I'll tell you what. Literally Harry Potter for adults. I'm gonna get um, Audible. And I'm going to listen to it because, you know, I drive for work. So I just plug my phone in and I can just listen right. to it. Um, so I'm, I'm going to invest in Audible. However, uh, I don't really have any extra money right now because we just bought my wife a car and we have no money left. <laughs> Welcome to adulting. So um, I'll just let you uh, use my Audible account. I'll oh, give perfect. You my password after the cast oh, no. perfect go ahead yeah just, just go ahead just and announce just, it now just tell the no. password so that all the listeners can use it as well that'd be fantastic probably be the greatest probably not because it's probably ever. the same username <laughs> and password i use for everything yeah if it's anything like my stuff old. all of my stuff is all the same like all of my social media all of my amazon my twitch everything is all the joshua brown and the password's all the same on all of them Oh, that's definitely not a good thing. So yeah, I know it's terrible. If you if you figure out one password uh, for any of my stuff, you can access like anything that I have an account on. It's not it's not ideal. I look so. for him to be hacked soon, just by people, <laughs> random people trying. I have, however, uh, gotten in the habit of changing passwords frequently, but I still change them all to the like they're all the same thing. But I'll change them like every three months. So. I mean, I guess you could still hack me and still access everything if you figure out one password, you figure out them all. You but... have like two weeks before he changes. That's right. <laughs> uh, so I guess what we could talk about today is we finally, uh, guys, we didn't only just take a month off from podcasting. We actually had to take almost a month off, right at a month off from playing yeah. um, D&D or Star Wars and reason for that is just you know adult things got in the way um i had work jason had work uh sean transitioned jobs um so i'm sure he probably had work some weekends uh yeah um working this weekend yeah so helping people out so it's been uh it's been a whole plethora or smorgasbord if you will of adult responsibilities that have come up in our life and um we just haven't been able to um sit down and get together and hang out the way that we would like to. Um, but also part of that is like, you know, this, the podcast and the, the brand of the nerd cast is, it's kind of something that, uh, is not like a, you know, forefront in any of our lives. We all have other things that are more important. Uh, this is just something we do for fun. So for any of the people that are like, oh, I can't believe you're not producing content. You know, my bad, <laughs> but I mean, uh, if, if they're willing to pay us a nice fat steady check, just to sit here and create content, I'm down. I'm 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 in. You know, uh, check out Patreon.com forward slash the Nerdcast. I mean, I don't want to sound, make it sound <laughs> dirty, but I mean, if one of y'all want to be our sugar daddy and or sugar mama and let us just make content, I'm okay with it. I'm in. I'm in. Um, so on the insurance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still have to work part time somewhere enough so that I can make some insurance. That's a good, you know, that's but, a good thing. So, well, insurance included. Just you, yeah. you got to pay us insurance. Retirement. Yeah, there's a lot of things to factor in there <laughs> yeah. yeah so um so not only did we take a week off or a month off excuse me month off from podcasting we also took a month off from playing D, which 
Um, Hurt. It, yeah. Uh, tonight we came in and we played and we were all a little rusty. I was definitely rusty in the DM's chair. And uh, there was um, a major curveball that happened tonight that I definitely want to talk about with you two. Two of the players from the game. Because as the DM, I have no idea how to feel about it. Um, I'm not even sure if I know how to feel about it. <laughs> uh, I know how... I know how certain people in the game, I know how certain NPCs feel about it, but I don't know what I'm going to do, essentially. So, um, I guess basically, Jason, you want to just tell the people what happened tonight? Well, um, the last time we played, we uh, uh, basically uh, got a charm from uh, somebody that we were going to sell. We ended up getting a copy of it and uh, found out that it was a teleportation device of some type and uh like idiots uh, we used it to teleport yeah so um not only did you use it to teleport um essentially what you did was you took athendel the campaign that we were in and you were like hey we're not going to do this anymore and we're going to go do something else and we're going to let the big bad guy in athendel just kind of have free reign Sigan's not happy. <laughs> I didn't figure. <laughs> See, Junior's indifferent because he really doesn't know anything about the big bad guy. That's he kind of jumped in at the middle of this. He doesn't even know the dude. That's true. That's true. So, uh, if you've been keeping up with Athendel, the plot line of Athendel up to this point is there's a man named Nasir. Or not Nasir. There's a man <laughs> Nasir. Nasir is one of the players. <laughs> in his defense, he was working for the bad guy. That's true. Um, well, actually, he was working for a good guy that you think is a bad guy, but... I've heard both ways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, there's a man named Norwin who wants to... Um, his goal is to unleash uh, the god of the underworld and destroy the plane of Athendel because of a beef that he has with one specific person in power in Athendel. And um, basically... What he needs to do that is two copies of an identical book uh, that together have an enchantment on them that can open the gate to the underworld essentially and let this god of the underworld out. And what the party did tonight was they took that book and they used this amulet and they plane shifted and they decided to leave Athendel and take the book with them to get it away from Norwin. He took it to Faerun, to Waterdeep, to the Forgotten Realms. Um, so I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, I don't even really understand what's going to happen myself. I just know we're in a very bad area. So. Yeah, it's not it's not great. Um, I'm, I mean, specifically from a DM standpoint, I have no idea what to do now. <laughs> That's never a good feeling. Well, I mean... It's a blank canvas at this point. You can literally do anything. That's true. I mean, within the uh, within the realm of the Forgotten Realms, I can do whatever I want. It's just a matter of do I do I let you guys play through like pre-made campaigns in the Forgotten Realms to take a little bit of pressure off of me from creating a new exciting story every week do i create a story within the forgotten realms and somehow get you guys back to athendel eventually i have no idea what we're gonna do um and i haven't had a whole lot of time to process either because we just finished playing like 30 minutes ago 
<laughs> yeah, and see, I mean, if you want to do pre-made, I mean, they literally just came out with the um, Waterdeep uh, companion book, uh, Dungeon Heist or whatever. Uh, one of the official D&D modules. Yeah, there it is. Waterdeep, Dungeon Heist. Or Dragon Heist. I don't know why I said dungeon. I can't read. <laughs> Dragon dungeon. Close enough. You've been sick. It's fine. Uh, I think what I'm probably going to do I'm is... pretty sure that's Thanos on the cover. What? Is that not Thanos on the cover? <laughs> oh. Caught it. I almost dropped Jason's phone. That would have been a nightmare. It's trash. That does, it really looks like Thanos. That's crazy. Look at that. Okay, so um, Wizards of the Coast is just ripping uh, off the MCU now. No, I'm I mean, just kidding. They're about the same age, aren't they? Probably. No, no, no. MC Universe is way older. Well, that's true. It's been around for well, a long time. It's been around for a really long time. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons has only been around since the you know late 70s. That's no. fair. That's fair. That, that's fair. Yeah. That. Spider Man is older than Dungeons and Dragons. We don't talk about Spider Man. He's not a real superhero. What, dude? <laughs> Spider Man's like my favorite Avenger. No, I'm just kidding. My favorite Avenger is Captain America. But, um, let's be completely honest. Uh, I was not expecting you guys to go to Faerun because, uh, the way that I set it up was the it's like um, instead of plane shift, it's like planetary teleportation essentially and basically what i said was every single planet that you can think of is like in one galaxy like in the milky way and you can just transport from galaxy to galaxy i i halfway expected you guys to like transport to earth just as a joke and then like i was gonna find some way to just keep you guys locked there somehow because i thought that'd be funny um another another outcome i thought was possible was that you guys would transfer to uh, like somewhere in the MCU or somewhere in the Star Wars universe or like to Hogwarts. <laughs> like Segan all... would definitely not like Hogwarts. Entirely too much magic going yeah, on there. Way too much magic for Segan. That's that's kind of where my head was when I was like, I'm going to create this item that can do this. And I thought you guys would be like, yeah, let's go to all these different places and you know have like a, a mashup of D&D and Star Wars or D&D and Marvel. And I was like, this is going to be dope. You guys are going to get to meet Captain America. You're going to meet Steve Rogers. And then you guys were like, let's go to Waterdeep. And I was like, what? <laughs> I I'm mean, actually shocked that you gave us something that powerful. Same, honestly. I don't yeah, know what I was thinking. powerful as Frogstick. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely more powerful than Frogstick. Hate to burst your bubble there, Jason. It's definitely more powerful than Frogstick. It really kind of depends on this point. Because if you <laughs> Frogstick somebody, he could take them down. He could take the, the end of it. That's fair. Although there are two amulets and you guys left one in uh, Athendale. And very sketchy hands. So, I mean, let's be totally honest. Your plan was to get the book away from Norwin, but there's still an amulet in Athendale and still a way for him to teleport <laughs> to where you are and find the amulet <laughs> or find the book. This is true. So, I mean, in theory, it's a great plan. You know, get the book to another plane where he can't get to. Um, but also, you didn't work out all the kinks before you. We no. never do. Well, That's true. We never do. That's true. Most D&D groups don't. Nope. 
So sometimes what there's makes it too much planning involved, and we just gotta do things. That's fair. We're more of a wing it group. Also, Segan's sister is still in Athendel. Yeah, that's probably what I'm most upset about. I really thought that when Oliver um, suggested that you guys teleport Norwin to like one of the nine hells and then run more than 15 feet away from him and teleport back that you guys would be like oh yeah that's a good idea because if you just take norwin out of the picture and that's the thing is because if i remember correctly and i do remember correctly norwin's actually afraid of us yeah a little bit yeah he the only reason he actually would fight is because he had the crimson wing on his side and they were there at the time yeah i mean he's definitely uh, I mean, outside of game, retroactively, I can say this because I'm the DM and I created his character sheet. He's definitely more powerful than all of you guys individually, but together, I don't know that he could beat all of you together. I mean, it's like Thanos and the Avengers. I'm like, just saying, Frogstick. I mean, that's <laughs> totally that's a totally fair <laughs> argument too, because like if Norwin were to go and fight like fisticuffs with um, with Elrim he might be able to beat him. Or if he were to go in one-on-one Segan, he might be able to beat him. But if he goes and fights one-on-one with Junior, Junior can just like, you're a frog now, and then step on him and kill him. You know? So or keep him alive and keep him as a pet. That's also true. He could well, do that. That only lasts for about an hour. Oh, so. well, we can just cook frog legs. That's true. Although, I don't know how polymorph works when you like especially out of frog stick like if you um because like if you kill someone that you've polymorphed like if you drop their like if you turn him into a frog you drop that frog to zero hp doesn't he just bamf back into norwin at that point um i think it was true polymorph though wasn't it i mean it... I, I would have to see get on dnd beyond and I'm pretty sure that's how it works. That like, if you turned Norwin into a frog and then stepped on him and squashed him down to zero hit points, then he would just bamf back into Norwin, but he would be unconscious. So I then you could just we... stab him. <laughs> no, and I we'd all we... roll bad and be like, "Ah, oh, we missed," <laughs> and he saved. He saved. Somehow, yeah, I'd have to work something out. So that's basically all that happened tonight. It was a really short session. I mean, it was only, what, an hour, hour and 20 minutes? Yeah, it sounded like It's a pretty short session. We didn't record tonight uh, tonight's session. I, in hindsight, I wish we had, uh, but also at the same time, there was a lot of banter that went back and forth that I was like, yeah, I'm kind of glad we didn't record it. It was tonight. more of a meme uh, yeah. campaign. Yeah. yeah. Well, in our defense, it's been a minute since we hung out, so we're going to have quite a bit of banter because of it. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's completely fair, too, because... I mean, it's been a month since we played. We're all kind of rusty, and we haven't seen each other in like a month. So uh, it's really hard for us to sit down and focus and RP. But it was super easy for us to sit down and make jokes the whole time. <laughs> oh, know? yeah, because it comes natural. Uh, Junior and Trixie definitely did have some good RP, though. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Junior is now an archmage. I'm losing my voice again, uh, so excuse me. Um as the only other wizard that uh, Junior knows, uh, he decided to ask Trixie about, uh, you know, uh, oh, about what's been going on with himself. You know, uh, the gaining of power, uh, being able to use magic the way he does. Uh, he mentioned that, you know, that he's hearing voices, you know, because 
you know, he knows something's up. Uh, but not quite what is, so he decided to ask somebody else of that's uh, got arcane knowledge. I mean, I want to put on a side note here. I just realized you had your boom with you too, with your fabulous unicorn. Oh yeah, it's it's <laughs> gorgeous, isn't it? Princess Sparkle Farts. <laughs> sparkle Farts. That's amazing. Uh, it is well, absolutely. That amazing. conversation took a turn. Well, she's so <laughs> tied on there. I wasn't going to cut her down. Just to bring you over here for the podcast. No, I was, oh, no, no, I, I love it. I was expecting you to bring the whole boom. I just thought you were just bringing a mic, but I love it's it. even more fabulous. Yeah, Princess Sparkle Farts goes everywhere with me. That's amazing. <laughs> that's that's amazing. You'll have to check out like the website or Instagram or something so you can get a picture of what we're talking about. Yeah, we'll we'll take a picture of Princess Sparkle Farts and put her on the Nerdcast uh, social media. Um, man, tonight was fun. Tonight was one of the more fun nights I've had as a DM, just because we were just kind of less joking around, not recording. Yeah, we were just kind of joking around and having some fun, and uh, and the RP between Trixie and Junior that I got to be a part of was that was a lot of fun because uh, Junior is one of those super interesting characters in our party that I, as the DM, like I know a good amount about his backstory, but I've never DM'd a warlock before. So it's cool for me to kind of delve into that and be like, oh, well, this is where it could go. And it works out because, you know, Junior is very naive and he's never been a warlock before. Yeah, because so in his mind, that. he's a wizard. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, archmage. in his mind now, he's an archmage because Trixie was like, well, you're definitely not a wizard. I don't know what you are, but we'll call you an archmage. Uh, so Junior now goes by the title of archmage. Um, I don't know that Junior will ever come to terms with the fact that he's a warlock. I, I don't know. Not at least until uh, maybe the DM presents his uh, patron in front of him. or Yeah, maybe if there's like um, a moment where Junior can do some research and discover like what a quote-unquote warlock is. I just, I feel right. like Junior's afraid to truly find out what he is, though. I think he just enjoys a being a wizard. I, I'm sorry. I agree. I mean, I don't play Junior, so I don't know Junior's head, but I think... Junior is one of those people that um, just knowing his backstory and where he comes from and like how he was created and came to be. I think he's definitely the type of person that would be like, I don't know what's going on, but I like it. So, but I'm also going to ignore it and just keep doing whatever. Yeah. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm going to use this power that I've somehow got to help people. But then at the same time, he's got these voices in his head that's telling him to kill people. So it's like, yeah. and then he just takes out. The, he, he's like the warning light. He's like, oh, ogre there's something always. wrong. Yeah, yeah, that I'm ogre. I'm ignore that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, Junior is tough to DM because he's not a typical warlock. Like, he doesn't live to serve his patron. At least not. Or for maybe he's serving it, just not not knowing knowingly. It. Well, that's fair. That's fair. It's not like his life's main goal to serve that deity, which most warlocks would be like, yes, I serve, you know, whatever deity. Like, I, I, I serve Saren Ray, you know. Um, Junior's like, I don't know who I serve. I mean, I serve myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, I live for me, and I make these friends, so I'm going to protect them. And he knows he's getting stronger and more powerful, and he kind of likes it. But he's also kind of scared of it. Uh, I think everyone else is kind of scared of it too. 
I I know I'm scared of it. I I hate magic. Well, so <laughs> Segan's not scared of it. Segan's just naive. Oh, he's scared. <laughs> he's scared. So, but uh, Sean, let's talk a little bit about Segan because we went through Segan's uh, part of Segan's arc anyway. We haven't finished it. Um, now I don't know when we're gonna finish it because we're in a different realm. <laughs> but we we went through part of Segan's arc and we got to a point where Segan kind of came to terms with uh, his grandfather and uh, the deity that his grandfather had become and the means that he had taken to do that. Uh, and then he sent for his sister. So what was Segan's mindset when he sent word to his sister and was like, hey, you need to come find me right now? His biggest mindset was, you know, he, he doesn't like the magic, but what he saw in that fireplace, he didn't want her to be part of it. Okay. So, in his in his mind, I'd say he probably more or less thinks if she's with me, that won't come to pass for her there. You know, at least there's a chance he can protect her. Is you know, where my big uh, thought process with that is. Sorry, we were just taking a selfie. Sorry for the long pause. But Continue. First, let me take a selfie. <laughs> so and. There's, there's actually quite a bit, and we've, we've talked at length about the rest of the story on that, and there's quite a bit more to what's going on with Segan, but he definitely wants his sister around him. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's definitely, Segan of all of the characters at the table is the one that I know the most about, just because me and you have talked the most. Um, and so I definitely think that there's, there's more that I can do with Segan, there's more that I want to do with Segan. I just... Uh, my thing is like, man, I understand that he wants his sister there, but like, if it were me, I'd want my sister as far away as possible because what Segan's getting into is some deep crap. Oh no, I agree. Hands down, you know, but the problem is at the end of the day and you, you know, the backstory is, you know, he, he's thinking of that is what's going to protect him and her at the same time. If she's around, he knows where she's at. That's fair. That's fair. Because, I mean, you know, the safest place for someone to be is, I mean, if you're worried about where someone is, the safest place for them to be is with you. Exactly. Right. And, you know, and it's been this long so far. So. Yeah, because he's been away from home for a good amount of time. Yeah. So I'm sure he feels there's nothing in this land that could probably, you know, hurt them. I, th- I think Segan will be, um, I don't know what the word is. I think Segan will be surprised. I wanted to say pleasantly surprised, but I don't think pleasant is actually the proper word to say. <laughs> I think he'll be surprised at what um, potential danger bringing his sister into it could cause. Because, I mean, I know his mindset is to protect his sister. But at the same time, um, that's a risky move to bring her into this when she doesn't know what's going on. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. For sure. Hands down. And I agree. He probably shouldn't. Uh, me, personally, I wouldn't have brought my sister. I'd be like, uh, you need to load up, go the other direction, and yeah. <laughs> just, just sail until you hit an island and stay there. I don't know. Your sister's a lot tougher than you are, though. 
Oh yeah, that's fighting words. That's, that's <laughs> fighting words. I feel like there's an innuendo in here. No, I'm just saying. I know your sister. She's <laughs> tough. She's not as tough as you actually think. She just puts on a good facade. I don't know. I worked with her for a while. She's pretty tough. <laughs> I take full responsibility of that. She fought with me a lot. So, um, what exactly is Segan? What is what is Segan's plan for retrieving his sister? Because now you're in a different plane of existence, um, and as far as you know. As far uh, as far as Segan is concerned, that amulet can take you wherever you want because Segan doesn't know the negative effects of that amulet. Well, and at the same time, I you know I didn't get to express it, but Segan's probably going to be extremely angry and shocked, angry, right? Shocker, uh, <laughs> because as he was thinking, it was more or less what Trixie does. He didn't think it was whole nother. Yeah. Plain. Yep. Well, no one really have ever explained it to Segan because Segan wasn't there when they initially no, tested I it. Walked in drinking and yeah. they just kind of disappeared and then came back. Yeah. So no one really <clears throat> ever explained. No one took the time to be like, hey, Segan, so this is what this does and this is what we're going to do. And being that I've seen Trixie poof in and out like that, I just automatically assumed it was just teleportation. Yep. So I don't think he's going to be quite right with the decision everybody just made i think he was thinking of something a lot more simple than that junior how did or jason how does junior feel about being in a new plane junior's along for the ride <clears throat> basically uh he's he's pretty fluid and chaotic uh as long as he's with the group i think he's pretty much down for whatever Especially if Elrum's around. He's kind of clean on to Elrum. So if Elrum's going to do something, he's going to do it too. I can understand that. I think um, what's cool about Junior is that Junior doesn't really have any ties to Athen. No, no, like, sentimental ties to Athendel. You know what I mean? Like, like Segan, he's got sentimental ties because his sister's still there and he wants to protect his sister and now he's gone. Junior is like, I ran away from my family and I don't really care. I'm just here with these guys now. Right. So, um, so the mindset between like junior and Segan is totally different at this point. Yeah. His family is this group right now. So I feel like, um, this whole decision could potentially cause some turmoil within the group. I mean, we could have a captain America civil war type situation on our hands. I'm Iron Man. (laughs) (laughs) So you lose, right? Ha, I'm just kidding. But I'm Iron bored. Man didn't lose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be more of a civil war. I think Segan is just going to be upset and just not willing to help as much. Of course, it's been leaning towards that for a minute now, and I know everybody's noticed. But Junior noticed. I know Junior's noticed. Junior Junior's probably the only one that actually cares and. Probably doesn't even understand why. Of course, nobody else really understands why either. Yeah, uh, the last time that we played, we had a massive dungeon crawl where a player almost died. And um, Segan, at the beginning of the dungeon, just like stopped fighting and just like left the party. Um, which threw me for a loop as a DM. I mean, I knew it was coming eventually because I knew that Segan was about to his breaking point. I just didn't know what was going to happen in that moment. 
And so when it happened, I was like, oh, oh, crap. Yeah, it, it almost resulted in the taking down of the monk. Yeah. That destroys I mean, everything. It was almost bad. Uh, so kind of walk us through Segan's mindset uh, as far as, like, is he done fighting? Like, is he to a point where he's just like, like, I don't care about this Norwin guy anymore. I just want to live my life. I think he's at a point of he's got a new goal now that he, he kind of understands with all the people that are in play. I think he believes Norwin's the least of his worries in what he's wanting to accomplish. Um, on top of that, I think he's at that tipping point of he could just totally lose it and bring in an element I wanted to take up with you later. Or he could try and back off and kind of reel himself back in to try and bring his anger under control. See, that's interesting because I'm anxious to see what Segan decides to do because uh, one decision could be very, very, very dangerous for the party. And the other decision could also be dangerous for the party because I feel like I know what you're talking about when you say a certain goal that I'm not going to bring up on the podcast um, because I don't want Jason to know about it unless you've told him. But no, um, you're the only one that knows the end game. It's of... <laughs> the end game. Oh, oh man, that's clever. See, we all, we always bring it around to the <laughs> Avengers. Um, no, I think um, I think Segan's Segan's end game is going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. And I can't wait for it. But at the same time, I'm very nervous for how it's going to work. And the problem, the, the big thing is if it comes into play at the wrong time. Yeah. It could be very bad. Yeah. I mean, very catastrophic. So I'm excited to see how it unfolds. And the thing about it is it can unfold anywhere. So, um, back on to junior for just a second. Um, I've read the backstory that you wrote for me, Jason, and the elements that you added to it, which are awesome by the way. Um, and I feel like personally as the DM creator of Athendel in the world, I feel like junior could be a potential bigger threat than Norwin. Uh, I mean, anything's possible really, especially when you got, um, uh, demons in play, you know, in other yep. realms and, you know, the nine hells and everything. I mean, uh, and, and you know, like Junior's alignment's chaotic neutral. I mean, that's my that's, favorite alignment it, to play. It's though. my favorite alignment to play too, but it's also, uh, oh, it's a dangerous alignment. Uh, it, it's very dangerous. And, it is a dangerous alignment. I mean, because, I mean, in a way, the way I always look at alignment is like chaotic good is again, I'm bringing up the Avengers chaotic good is like Iron Man. Like it doesn't matter what you have to do as long as it's for good. So if you take it in that sense of chaotic neutral is like, doesn't matter what you have to do as long as it's for you. That's kind of how I see chaotic neutral is like, I don't care about good or bad. As long as I'm alive, I don't care what I have to do to survive. Right, I mean, is that kind of your mindset with chaotic yeah. neutral? I mean, if if you have, uh, or if anybody's watched a Critical Role, a good example is Grog. Uh, Grog is chaotic neutral. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, self-serving. Uh, I mean, knows 
you know, right from wrong and uh, knows how to, you know, manipulate that into getting what you want. That's a really good example, actually, because Grog, I think uh, the more that campaign went on, the more, and I don't know if Matt ever changed his alignment, um, but the more that campaign went on, I feel like Grog leaned more and more towards the chaotic good, but that was just because of the people around him bringing the good out in him. Right. Uh, and I think he was more serving the group than he was the greater good. But also didn't stop him from, you know, punching a guard to death in the That's town. That's true. That's true. Having <laughs> uh, some unsuspecting villain or uh, some unsuspecting uh, commoner uh, pull a, you know, uh, a card out of a deck of many things. Yeah. So, I mean, there are definitely aspects of it where it's like, you know. <laughs> and, I'm going to be the hero, but, you know, if I got to do some shady stuff too, pfft exactly just for my own entertainment <laughs> and see like personally for me every time i make a character uh the easiest for me to play is chaotic good because i have that iron man mentality of like i'm going to save people and i don't care how i have to do it like if i have to step on you like if i have to kill one person to save a thousand then i'm going to kill that one person you know and i that's just my mindset like right like even in real life heaven forbid i ever have to like physically kill someone but if it comes down to a situation where i josh in real life have to choose between one life or a thousand lives i'm gonna choose the thousand lives you know like i'm gonna take the one life to save more people so it's just easier for me to play that chaotic good character because i feel like that's who i am as a person you know although some people would argue that most humans are lawful good because typically you have people that obey the laws set the laws and standards set by the authority so like all of us in this room are law-abiding citizens so technically if you looked at our lives we would be lawful good characters right or or lawful neutral right at the very least we'd be lawful neutral. i would lean more toward the lawful neutral if we're gonna look at it that aspect <laughs> i i can agree with that i think I think I definitely, I care about the greater good and I care about people, but it's, I mean, humans are inherently selfish, you know? So it, we can't, we can't help it. <laughs> the older I get, the more chaotic evil I get. <laughs> See, that's scary. This is, this is true. I you're one of my best friends a lot and you're not telling me that you're evil. So. It should scare you. I'm kidding. <laughs> to best describe Mr. Silva over here, he is more or less like me. Only difference is it's probably going to be a worse fate to someone who does it. <laughs> you mess with his friends or family, he's probably just going to torture them. I'll be honest, that's what I would be afraid of. But, you know, and someone like me, probably just, well, they disappeared. We'll just Depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Like, <laughs> see, wow. arthritis has been acting up, and torture seems like a whole lot of work. <laughs> you know, see, that's, uh, that makes me nervous, but at the same time, it's like, well, I mean, I'm one of your best friends, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> if someone messes with me, I'll just be like, Jason, can you take him out? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We're not hitmen. We're not hit. We're, we're, we're not murderers, people. Like, it's not what we do. Come on. Well, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, I told you not to admit those kind of things. I'm just saying, if the price is right, uh, uh, hit, me on, hit, hit me up on Instagram. We'll, we'll, we'll talk numbers here, man. <laughs> What you need? Well, uh, this this podcast just took a dark turn. It just went yeah. down a dark road, and you're, I don't I don't know how we're gonna come back from you're that. You're about to have the we black can. SUVs roll up. Yeah, we just, <laughs> just just took a dark turn. 
uh, for any of the federal government that's listening. It was a joke. Jason's what not I do. a murderer. <laughs> I'm a meme. That's that's my thing. He's a living meme. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, um, we've been going for 40 minutes, so it's a little bit shorter than usual. But uh, I don't Baby really steps. think I don't think there's much really else to talk about um, because we can't talk about Endgame because you guys are losers and haven't seen it. Um, I feel like a loser. You should, I feel like, you should feel like and, a loser. And to, instead of going to watch like Endgame, if it's even in theaters, I'm choosing to go watch John Wick 3. Now, that's that's respectable. Uh, like, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'd definitely go see Endgame before John Wick. I don't know. I like John, John Wick, Wick, to me, like, I've... Okay, so I'm about to blow some people's mind, because uh, it shocked Sean when I said this earlier. I still... I've never seen the first two John Wick movies, <sighs> and here's why. The reason why is not because I think they're bad movies or anything like that, but I just... One, I haven't had time to watch them, and anytime they're on TV, I'm always like watching sports because apparently I'm a jock. I don't know. I mean, apparently but sports is life. It, it, it is, man. <laughs> uh, but I also like it. Just it baffles me the way that they treat ammunition in those movies. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> this one's this one's a little bit more realistic towards the ammunition thing because. Uh, I mean, he Keanu was, went through like a whole lot of like uh, some military training and yeah. stuff like that, and now he's like a gun fanatic. And uh, uh, him and Halle Berry both in this new one, they were actually trained by a seal. That's awesome. Navy seals. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, but it's such a you know feel good revenge movie. Uh, does that sound creepy? No, because the no, way it is is revenge his, is feel just you know, here's, revenge and, feeling again. And if you've never seen it, here's the plot of it. Such a good he's feeling. A, he's like the greatest hitman. They call him Bobby Yeager, which is Boogeyman. And his wife dies of cancer. Like, and then they come in, and his wife gives him a dog to tell him to love the dog. You know, to love something. They stole his car and killed his dog in front of him. What better revenge is there? I don't care what Silva says. He loves his dog. Not as much as his child, but he loves his dog. <laughs> I tolerate I was, my dog. I was about to say. Just you know, his like, dog. His dog. Not the others. Just his dog. Like, I mean, I love my dogs, but if somebody came in and killed my dog, I'd be like, yeah, okay. But I have a son and a wife, you know? But so at like, the same time, if someone killed your dog who was defending your son and wife, you're probably going to get revenge on that. Well, yeah. I mean, like, if they killed my son and wife and my dog. No, no, no. No, no. We're not even going to go that. I don't even want to think that. <laughs> Well, I don't either, but but like for me, my dogs. I love. Oh my yeah, dogs. now like Sean, I could see for you, like if I came in and I just like stabbed your dogs, you would thought about you it. would straight up murder me. Like you would. My dogs love you. Like <laughs> I don't even know why they love you. It wouldn't be so bad if I wasn't so allergic to I know, dogs. But my dogs actually love you. You're the only person, the only male that they'll, they'll let come let them out. This podcast has been um, very interesting. We've talked about coffee. We've talked about murder. We've talked about Dungeons and Dragons. We've talked about dogs. We've talked about torture. Solicited, you know, murder for hire. I don't even know what to title this episode, but it's going to be something clickbaity. So probably just put Endgame? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? I mean, we did mention the word Endgame several times, not in the context of the movie, but we said <laughs> but we the word did. Endgame. <laughs> we talked about the movie and the fact that you guys haven't seen it yet. So as, we'll see. as soon as my family gets to feeling better from get real over from the sickness, we're going to see it. I feel like this has been one of my favorite episodes to record because we <laughs> didn't have an agenda. We were just like, 
Yeah, let's talk about this, let's and then let's talk about this. Talk and for we're, just, an hour and... we're basically uh, catching up, really. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much, yeah. And we're just recording our uh, our conversation of catching up after a month. Is there any other better kind of podcast than just catching up and just talking? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I, I don't know how to answer that question. Because like, I feel like one answer would offend you, but it wouldn't be totally true. But then another answer wouldn't offend you, but it also wouldn't be totally true. So I don't know. I don't think either answer is going to offend me. <laughs> yeah, probably not. There's I don't know. so much worse things to offend me with than, is this podcast good or not? This podcast great. True. This has been a fun podcast. It's probably not going to get any listens, but that's okay. I'll listen uh, to it. Exactly. I'll, I'll listen to it, so it'll get at least two. Me I'll and Jason. And Tanner's going to listen to it, oh, so yeah. that's at least three, you know? He'll probably listen to it six or seven times, so that's at least 13 <laughs> that's fair. views. Get, get that's fair. Numbers. Stuff the numbers. <laughs> those are rookie numbers. we got to bump those numbers oh, up. right. Wolf of uh, Wall Street reference for you. That's a terrible movie. Don't watch it. That's the worst movie ever made. Well, it's not the worst movie ever made, but it's no, up there. I don't you, think I finished it. I caught part of it on like HBO. And I, I didn't like, finish it either. I don't know. Yon-fest. If you've ever seen Fargo, that's probably the worst movie ever made. Yeah, Fargo's bad. Fargo's stupid. My uncle loves Fargo. Like it, he like worships that movie, and I'm like, dude, this I think is y'all a are too young movie. for Fargo. I think that's y'all's problem. Maybe because uh, like people my age, I'm not saying that I like Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just saying it was really popular with people my age. See, my uncle's like your age. He's like early 40s, and yeah. he loves that movie. Yeah, I'm not that much younger than you. Maybe I'm like maybe I. How old are you even? 40. Oh, you're actually 40? Yes. I thought you were still in your 30s. No. I'm definitely too young for Fargo. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. If Fargo had a, like, um, a cultural reference that people, when it came out, got... I would be way behind the train because I got ran over by the train. I don't get it. <laughs> it's a dumb movie. Like it's a stupid movie. I don't understand. The TV show that they made about it is stupid too. So, I never even watched it because it had the name Fargo. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I watched one not episode. My life. I was like, no, this is terrible. I'm not watching this. On another note, what are some TV shows that you guys have been watching? <laughs> oh man, I've been... other than Game of Thrones because we can't talk about it. Jason, I know you've been like. I know you've been watching. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we we we're the only we have to talk to each other about it because nobody else keeps. Yeah, I have. To, uh, In well. the same way that I make fun of you guys for not watching Endgame yet, Brittany and I have not re-upped our HBO subscription, so we haven't watched password? Game of Thrones. <laughs> Dude, give it to everybody right now. Just no, I'm not giving it. it to everybody. <laughs> hey, say it on record you so I can go back and listen to it later. I'll send it to you in a text. <laughs> All right, perfect. That works. <laughs> If, if he gives it to you, everybody, you have to give him like a dollar a month for a year starting now. So you need my, well, basically it's all on Amazon. So if I just give you my Amazon account, then you can use my HBO and Ooh, my Amazon Audible account. And... I'm going to start shipping stuff to myself and uh, on Jason's right? dime. You know? Here's the I problem would... though. He gave it to me once. I logged in and then he kicked me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jason, no, I, I won't spend just, your like, money. I updated and it logged me out is what happened. I just never logged back in. I won't spend your money on things on Amazon. <laughs> I'll just say. Uh, good because I have no money. <laughs> <laughs> same. That's why I was going to spend yours. <laughs> okay. Well, um, if we're not going to talk about Game of Thrones or Endgame, I think we've talked enough about Dungeons and Dragons and murder and <laughs> dogs and... <laughs> So I think uh, I think it's about time to end this one. Uh, however, before we go, I am going to make one sports reference because Brooks Kepka is freaking killing it at the PGA Championship, and that's all I'm going to say. Um, by the time you guys listen to this, he probably will have won or lost. I don't know. But 
that's the only sports reference I'm going to make tonight. And that's uh, that's a biggie because it's you know NBA playoff time and <laughs> NHL playoffs and no, football season. OTAs no, just I started. Never watched hockey a day in my life. What? what you've never watched hockey you never watched hockey, hockey. Is so good did the did the nerdcast just become the sports cast like did we just we just uh, i mean i'm pretty sure the nerdcast touches on every subject oh it's tonight it does <laughs> <laughs> even the dark even the dark web ones <laughs> tonight it definitely does uh next episode is probably going to be the same because this has been a lot of fun oh yeah maybe we should uh we should Hopefully rebrand my voice will be back we should rebrand from the nerdcast so that we can talk about all kinds of things and not just the nerdcast. <laughs> or maybe we should just keep it the nerdcast, keep just, our nerd audience, and then just talk about stuff anyway. Yeah, we could just switch it around. Just and then like, the nerds will be like, oh, they're talking sports ball again. Next. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's okay. That's okay. Because we can talk sports ball and then we can jump right back into nerd stuff. And then they'll well, be like, you know what? You missed that episode. It was dope. They talked about sports ball for like five minutes, but then they were right back to nerd stuff. Too bad Quidditch isn't real, or we could knock out two birds with one stone. That's very true. Quidditch would be amazing. Exactly. I mean, we should just like make it real somehow. Uh, people LARP Quidditch. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's so it's cheesy not the same. too. It's not the same. I mean, it's cringy. <laughs> yeah, it's quite quite cringy. All right, so I lied. I'm gonna make another sports reference. Um, go St. Louis Blues. I mean, go kill them. Did you... Okay. I I, I probably shouldn't even talk about this because you don't like hockey. I didn't say I didn't like hockey. I just never, said I've never seen a hockey You game. like hockey, though, right? Yeah, I'm from Texas, man. I'm a Stars fan. There you go. Well, you know, poor Stars, man. Got knocked out. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, but St. Louis Blues are still hanging strong. They're my team because I'm all St. Louis. Um, they got totally gypped the other night. Did you see that? They, there was a freaking hand pass, which is illegal, by the way. And a hand pass is a non-reviewable play unless it leads directly to a goal. A dude hand passed to a guy who then assisted a goal. So they couldn't review the play because it didn't go straight to an right. assist. But there was a hand pass and like 20,000 people in the arena saw it and the four referees on the ice didn't see it. And I was like, what? <laughs> what is going on? They must be having budget cuts where they've got to hire the NFL refs. <laughs> oh man, more sports ball references. <laughs> We're just crossing all kinds of lines tonight. On the, well, on the at the end, I mean, at this point, people have already clicked off. That's right. <laughs> if you're still listening, you're probably Tanner. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Tanner understands sports. So. <laughs> all right, guys. Peace. Thank you so much for uh, for hanging out uh, for this very very strange episode of the Nerdcast, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Uh, check out hopefulgroundscoffee.com and patreon.com forward slash the nerdcast one and also go blues.